Hey you, you, click the subscribe button. Today's episode is brought to you by the NBA Store. A new year brings the start of a new NBA season. Suit up with the latest gear to show your support for your team. We may be sidelined from going to the arenas, but that doesn't mean you can't watch the basketball games from the couch in style. We are teaming up with the NBA and Podgo to bring our listeners up to 75% off select items. Yes, you heard that right. Go to podgo.co backslash NBA for up to 75% off select items from the NBA store. The NBA, where amazing happens. You are listening to the Ill-Advised Wise Guys podcast starring Uche and QDZ. Yo, 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 We are the Ill-Advised Wise Guys. It's your boy, check out my boy. QDZ for Sheezy. Ratings game music hot choke cheesy. Uh what's up? Not, what's up? What's up, guys? Uh not to be confused <laughs> with Quavo Honcho. We talking about ratings game honcho. There's a difference. There we okay? go. Ratings game honcho. Check us out. Uh. Ratingsgamemusic.com. Best review music reviews on the planet. Facts. Actually, maybe like one of the best. I don't know. I'll take that yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. If you wanna if you, also if you want to catch me on there ranting about uh boss or uh anybody else that I just get inspired about, yeah, you can find me writing some articles on ratings game music too. Check you that out. You gotta check out that Bass article, which, by the way, that that it aged well. Both the album and your review aged well. Check, check there that you go. Out. There you go, man. Um, also, uh, wait before we get into anything else. This is episode eighty. I'm sorry, ninety six, man. Ninety six, guys. Ninety six. Four more. Uh, actually, this is the fourth, but yeah, man, we're we're on our way to 100 episodes. Can you believe wow. this, guys? Wow. Man, wow, it only took us a hundred years, but we we're here, man. You know, wow, a hundred episodes, us. man. You love us, y'all love us. I appreciate that because I've never been loved. No, I'm joking. <laughs> nah, shout out to shout out to y'all, man, because you know, for real, for real, if it wasn't for y'all, we there's a good chance we would have not been coming back this consistent, you know, dropping uh music reviews for you guys. But uh you fuck with us, so we fuck with y'all. So do us a favor, subscribe to the YouTube channel, subscribe to the podcast, anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Trust me, we're there. I promise you, if you look up Illivised Wise Guys, you'll find us. It's it's there, guys. Trust me, I, I check. I check. Especially, especially with the dash. Make sure you put that dash in between ill and advise. Put the dash because it's important. Yes. And by the way, I know, I know, I know, guys. I look rough. I know. I look my my, my hair looks my hair looks nappy. Uh, I got this beard that's going on right now that looks very scruggly. Uh, I know I look rough, but I'm I'm waiting for my birthday. My birthday's coming up in two weeks, in less than two weeks actually, and then I'm gonna clean up nice. And I'm gonna be go back to being a heartthrob. So just hold hold tight. Just, I'm gonna take an L this this this. Tr- I'm gonna take an L this episode. Listen, man. Um, I'm glad you're speaking to the people because I, I have nothing to do with what you just said. So you know, keep keep talking to them. Maybe, maybe somebody heard you. I don't know. I, I wasn't listening. Okay, but I'm trying, uh, to, trying to get box braids, man. It's it's almost there. It's almost there. He's trying to get box braids. <laughs> I'll just leave it there. I'll just leave it there. 
Yo, man. Um, shout out to the, the 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 beautiful queens with box braids. That you know, it's funny. My fiance is the only reason why I even know what a box braid is. You know, what I'm saying like, oh, yeah, shout out yeah. to shout out to all the women that's out there with the with, with the beautiful shout out to her. beautiful hair, man. Yeah, man. Shout out to her. Shout out to her and her cheese dip, dog. Like, shout out to the queen, amazing. man. That's that's oh, the queen. Oh my god, the cheese dip is amazing. Oh, the man. cheese dip is legendary for many reasons, but I will say. It 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 gives me the runs. I, I I have to say this on air because I told her this in person. I can't eat too much of it. Like it's one of those foods where it's like, give me a couple of scoops, but if I overindulge, it's gonna be bad. You know, it's gonna be bad. It's all oh, good yeah. though. You know what? And I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, sorry. I know this intro's a little long, but I'm gonna call somebody out. Somebody Ooh. on our Instagram, uh, ill-advised Instagram said on our Eminem post said. I love it when kids talk about hip hop and it was kind of like an insult. I didn't know if I could take it, should take it as an insult or take it as he's talking about somebody else. If I'm so young, sir, why I got one little piece of gray hair coming in right there. If I'm that young, why I got gray hair. I'm not young. I know what I'm talking about. Look, man, listen, I'm just, I'm just glad you, you came to the party, man. I've been had, I've been had the great, why do you think I cut the beard, man? There's too many grays showing these days. It's like if I go to join out like yours, which I did two days ago, just nothing but grays just popping up. It's like salt and That's pepper, crazy. man. It Are sucks. We old? Are we? I I didn't know. By, you the, get by, grays by, by, by the way, by the way, I'm I'm exaggerating as far as like how many grays I have, but I it's enough. You notice it. Put it like that. Mm, and yeah, you're younger I'm than at, me. I'm at that stage. Hey, shut up, man. By what? Four months? <laughs> Six months, maybe? Come on. Seven. Man. You, you were not even supposed to be in the same grade as me. We ain't gonna talk about that, man. Listen, Scammer. I finessed my way into the first grade, but we're not gonna. We that's not why we're here, okay? We're here about. We're here to talk about music. We're here to give the people what they want, which is not about me finessing my way into middle school and and uh, first grade and all the other grades I did. But hey, it's all it's all good. Uh, damn, what an intro, man! But listen, uh, I I do say we start the show. But again, I wanna I wanna send a, a shout out to everybody that's been tuning in for real. Like we appreciate y'all for real. Like can't say that more. Uh, especially all the people who've been tuning in and and, and messing with us on uh, on social media, man. We 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 see y'all. Keep doing that. Uh, cause we're gonna give y'all more content that you probably will like. So ill-advised gang, ill-advised gang. Thank you. Wise gang, god damn it. Let's get it. All right, let's start the show, man. Shall we? I think so. I think we should. Cool, man. So the first topic that we want to talk about with you guys is why there is such a a lot of people changing their opinions about the Grammys. I'm pretty sure you guys have noticed this over the last couple of uh, what I'll call years or so, because this is not something that just happened. Right. You More and more artists these days are coming out, dismissing the Grammys, saying they're not important, dismissing uh, <clears throat> what once was a award show that was highly coveted by everyone, you know, whether it's Kanye West peeing on, peeing on his Grammys in an in a Instagram video or Twitter video, whether it's, you know, Drake winning an award at the Grammys and why he was receiving the award, basically saying, yo, this doesn't mean anything to me, you know, uh, the list goes on, guys. Like, honestly, the list goes on. But I want to talk to you. I want to have a conversation with you about this, Q, because I'm pretty sure you guys have been feeling some type of way about it as well. What do you think about, like, you know, the, what the Grammys have meant to, 
you know, the people and, and how more and more artists just continue to come out and uh, reject the Grammys. By the way, The weekend is another one. But go ahead, man. What you think? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it and I hate it. I love it and I hate it. Um, first and foremost, like everything in your life is in your life for a particular reason. Um, the Grammys are not something that you should... Um, in my opinion, is not something that you should let define you. But at a certain point, I think that's what was happening. Grant, we we if you go on TV and you hear a musician, they start off by saying Grammy Award winning artist, Grammy nominated artist. It's kind of a way to define how great an artist is. Well, in my opinion, if music is all subjective, who is a body of people to tell the world that this is the best in the world. Music is subjective. We all should be able to pick and choose who we feel is the best. That's that's from a base to base, uh, person to person uh, opinion. But um, at the same time, it's just kind of like, I appreciate what the Grammys means because it is a form of um, acknowledgement. That's how we should look at the Grammys. The Grammys should not be looked at as something that uh, you you should strive for. And if you don't get it, you suck. It's a form of acknowledgement that there is a group of people that find your work to be good. And not everybody's going to get acknowledged. That's just life. And um, I just don't think that it's something that people should really be up in arms about, in my opinion. But we're here. Um, the Grammys has transformed to this Part of it is our fault. Part of it is the artist's fault. But um, I do, uh, I would say I do appreciate people trying to change the narrative and what a Grammy means because now it's it's it, it becomes that you know when you're a kid that participation point points uh the uh, a participation award where nobody should feel like a loser because their their music wasn't picked by a Grammy committee. Nobody should feel like a loser, and so. People calling out the Grammys and demeaning it is good because nobody gets called a loser in any type of way. But I do think it's still necessary in today's world, man. For real, for real. I know I said a whole bunch of nothing, but um, yeah, I, I'm not. To be quite <laughs> honest with you, uh, I mean, I hear what you're saying. I, I just don't really know about where you're going with it. Here's how I feel, man. <laughs> like I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm be quite, I'm gonna be totally honest with you, man. Because hey, I'm high. Hey, I, I just high licked, on high, high on life, or, I or just high licked, on substances. I just licked my <laughs> iPad, my iPad back. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, we're, we're not gonna edit that part out. You know, we're gonna let people think you're really high. Uh, <laughs> but no, seriously though, for real, for real. Like I, I just feel like what the Grammys have meant to artists for the longest is, you know, it's positive, right? Like, I think the concept of the Grammys is dope, right? Here's a a body of people who supposedly are supposed to be the highest decorated, the, the, the most decorated people who have the credibility to determine who is the best artist in a particular category. Like, I like the concept. And, and, and more importantly, 
it's important to have committees like that where everyone can kind of come to a consensus and say, these are th- th- this is the group of people, this is the award show that everybody looks at as the highest of the highest. So if you get recognized, if you win, this is who, you know, uh, we should look at and say this. That's dope, man. Like, oh my God, you were you were you were nominated. Whoa, it's cool. However, I think what the Grammys have gotten wrong over the years is their tone deafness. You know, it's the really not understanding who is out here um, pushing the culture. And and listen, if we're being totally honest. There's a ton of genres that I just actually just don't care about. Like, I'll be real with you guys. Like, I'm not sitting here checking for who won the top country awards at, at the Grammys. Like, I, I don't care. Like, I, that's just me personally. I don't necessarily care. So I can't speak on how other genres are necessarily being underrepresented or, you know, not necessarily having the right representation and who is being recognized. I firmly just care about hip hop and R&B and pop. I mean, when it comes to the Grammy Awards, I'm just be real with y'all. So with that in mind, they have shown recently, and I'll say over the last, I don't know, five to 10 years that they just don't understand what's, what's happening. They just don't, you know, they've, they've, they've excluded certain artists from certain, uh, you know, categories. They have uh, allowed, certain artists to win Grammys over the others. We, we've talked about a lot of them. The Macklemore winning over, over Kendrick in 2014. That's well-documented. We talked about that a lot. Um, even in, if we fast forward to this year, The weekend, right? He was nominated, or sorry, he was not nominated for a Grammy, which is the craziest thing ever because The weekend's album, Scare, uh, uh, After Hours, was and still is a top, selling album of 2020. So how in God's name could you not recognize someone whose album is clearly still resonating with people, right? And see, that's the tough part, right? It's because there is another award show called the, uh, what is it? The Billboard Awards or the, like the American uh, Music Awards where they recognize people for how their songs and albums perform versus the Grammys who we we would expect them to be a little bit more cultured and just in tune with the craft of music, right? So it's a difference between acknowledging somebody whose art uh, set, who, who sells the most versus who, ha- who makes the best music. To me, those are two different conversations, right? Someone who makes the best music isn't always the person who sells the most. Unfortunately, those two are not the same. I just feel like right now we're at a, we're at a point in, in uh, award ceremonies where the idea of the Grammys is being challenged, and, and I like it, to be honest with you. However, I do see the value of the Grammys, because I'll take you to what Roddy Rich just said, right? He he trashed what Kanye West did recently. I'm sorry, uh, what he did a, a year ago or so when he pissed, on, pissed in his Grammy cup in the, in the damn toilet bowl. And Roddy Rich came out and said, yo, y'all are basically shitting on the accomplishments of me being nominated for mad Grammys. Like, what's that about? That's fucked up. There's still some of us out here who who care about the Grammys. I completely understand where Roddy Rich is coming from. Completely understand. And um, I'm here for it, to be honest with you. I just feel like 
you got to pick a you got to pick a side at this point. You know, it's kind of up to every artist to kind of pick a side. You 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 either have to be someone who who gives a fuck about the Grammys, or you're somebody who doesn't give a fuck. You really can't be in the middle at this point. Well, in my I think that's the position that I think that's the position that artists are being placed in. You have to pick a side now. You can't just be. Eh, I kind of care about it, but not really. I mean, in my stupid, in my stupid diatribe about the Grammys, um, I I said a a point that I think people need to hear again. Like in this day and age, the millennial, where millennials are running stuff, where millennials who like to work from home, you got to be very gentle with how you approach certain things, because us as millennials, we complain a lot. I think the Grammys should no longer call an award show. They should call it an acknowledgement, like I said, because what the Grammys symbolizes to a lot of these artists, especially in the hip hop community, is a competition. They're trying to figure out who's the best of the best. I don't think the Grammys should no. It should no longer be a competition. It should just be, hey, the Grammy committee wants to acknowledge these four or five albums. That's what to me it should be. If you do that, there'll be a lot less uproar, in my opinion. Do like, you know, BET honors. You know how they have BET honors? They just say, Michael Jackson, uh, he's, we, uh, BET wants to honor Michael Jackson. Like, do, do something where it's like, we want to honor these four or five albums that we thought were cool. Yeah, but you know the problem with that? The problem with that is not only, even, let's say, let's assume they did that, right? Let's assume mm-hmm. that. On the flip side, what still happens till this day is people are, essentially magnifying and enhancing their profile by saying I'm Grammy nominated, you know, I'm Grammy award winning. Your, your rate goes up as an artist, your, your business now becomes much stronger. You can now become more marketable you can now garner more attention. It's still, that to me is never going to be, I don't think that's ever going to go away because uh, until that stops, we, nobody can do what you said, what you're proposing because people are still recognizing, it won't happen because people are still acknowledging the Grammys as that end all be all and people's rates literally go up Well, I'm speaking, as a result of being a Grammy nominated slash winning artist. I'm, that I'm speaking, I'm speaking on behalf of what the Grammys should do, not necessarily the impact of what they did on the artist. If the Grammys don't want the backlash, cause it's going to continue. It's going to get worse yeah. every year. They don't want the backlash. They just need to change their wording a little bit. In my opinion, they need to, I think personally, you know, it would be dope. I think they should have like a, maybe an hour show talking about how they got to the conclusion of why they picked these four or five albums. Brother, you know brother, what I'm saying? Brother, no, I, you don't, do, do you know that they should do that? They're not cool enough to do that though. They, they're not, they're not MTV. MTV have a round who, table who, discussion remember, remember MTV did a top five rap. Yeah. Top, like top five. Top, yeah. Yeah. They, they, remember they, they did like the bracket, the bracket style and then they, they would show yeah. the people debating you know at the saying? table. It, that's dope because to me. Yeah. That's the only problem here. The reason people are such in an uproar is because they didn't even explain why. Why is D Smoke's album on there? How can, can you explain it? They're not explaining. They're just giving you four or five albums and saying like, "Hey, these is what we think is great." Can you Listen, explain it, please? The the arrogance of a committee like the Grammys. At this point, they're in what the hundredth year or damn near. They've gone so long without explaining themselves to the public that you think they you think they want to explain themselves now? 
that's the arrogance of, of the Grammy committee, unfortunately. Obviously, obviously. But at the same time, I, I, I actually don't have a problem with the Grammys at all. This is life. Can we stop? Have we, have we, are we complaining about award shows now? This is life. You don't win everything. At the end of the day, I'm not expecting to win everything. Like, I'm not expecting this podcast to win best podcast ever, even though I think it is. Like, it's, it, it is what it is. Like, I get it. You can be mad. That you weren't nominated, but like to sit here and discredit, I don't, I'm not, I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan of that. Yeah, just it's okay. It's okay. You'll be know, okay. It's, you, it's, it's, you have millions of dollars as your consolation prize. You'll be okay. It's but it's by, tough though. By the way, I, you, I I understand. What's up? Go ahead. I'll say by the way, like you you just with the Grammys, like at the end of the day, you you, you got several different other awards that you can go after. Like it, it's. Awards are awards. You think awards the, are you, awards. You think rappers are looking at the Soul Train Awards like they look at the I, Grammys? Hey, hey, listen, listen. You think you think rappers are you think rappers are acknowledging like at the BET, the BET award the BET Hip Hop Awards on the same level as the Grammys? But let me tell you something. I agree. I agree. But let me tell you something. They which should, by the way. More, they should, by the one, way. Which one? Which one holds more merit? BET acknowledging that I have the best album or the Grammys acknowledging that I have the best album. At the end of the day, the BET one is more legit in terms of I actually BET tends to get it more right than the Grammys get it. Yeah, so, but that but that's the problem though. The the problem I agree with that. It should be the it should be BET awards and the people who actually can understand But we put things on a pedestal. We put the Grammys have been put on a pedestal. You know why? Because they, it's been they, out for 100 years. That's there the only go. reason. There That's you go. The only reason it was one of the first award shows. Be- Beethoven was winning awards, and so now they're just like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, man, we are gonna put this on a pedestal." Beethoven was winning award shows, which, by the way, I is that even is that even true? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> They had you know, that's the most golf that's, or whatever. You know, that's one of the most ill-advised shit I've ever heard. Beethoven won a Grammy. <laughs> <laughs> Beethoven won a Grammy. Best Beethoven. best uh, cinematic. Uh, beat. I don't know. I don't know. I don't Yo, know. I ain't gonna I lie, know. man. I ain't gonna lie, man. Listen, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sucker for a good conspiracy theory. A conspiracy theory. The one I heard recently that I say, all right, I think I need to reconsider my conspiracy theory. Love was when somebody said, "Yo, do you know Beethoven was black?" Oh my god. No, I'm sorry. I heard it. I heard it. Me, 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 and Olivia were looking at it. And, is that uh, true? Like, you know, he kind of got like curly hair a little bit. Beethoven, Beethoven, maybe not black, but maybe like, maybe he like hobby shot a little bit. Like, he got yo, a little yeah. bit. <laughs> yo, maybe listen, little... man. I ain't gonna lie, man. I, I, listen, he, he, he ain't. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Yo, listen, was bait? Listen, we need to know from y'all, man. Listen, let's just end the let's end the Grammy talk with with that and with a question for y'all. Was Beethoven black? Hit us, hit uh, hit the comments on YouTube. Yeah. I, absolutely, he was black. He had a little bit of black oh, in him, man. Did you see his hair? Only a black man can conduct an orchestra like he did. It, it's just it's just Be- not possible. Beethoven but it, it has to be a black man. Hey man, you ain't know Beethoven when he did when he lost the Grammy, he took a knee. <laughs> Yo, let's move on, man. Let's move on. Hey, right, hey, man, listen, I can already tell. I can already tell this is a fucking silly podcast today, man. Let's, let's get it. This is a, a bad episode. Uh, next topic. 
independent versus signed artist. Um, I wanted to talk about this topic, by the way. Um, yeah, go ahead. Because I brought this topic up when we were discussing what we wanted to talk about. Because I heard um, this weekend a song by um, Russ and Jack Boy called I Own My Own Masters. And you'll say to yourself, why the hell is Jack Boy and Russ doing a song? They're not the same person. or They're not the same type of artist. But songs called I Own My Own Masters and Russ is a poster boy for talking about being an independent artist and stuff like that. So today, hungover, I was going through Instagram and I saw a Jim Jones post. And Jim Jones was talking about how... Um, you know, people are bragging about owning their own masters and not knowing what to do with it. Okay, you own your masters. What does that mean? Do you even know how to make money off of it? And so I, I'm assuming he was responding to that song. So I wanted to get your take on just the whole independent wave, uh, people talking about owning their own masters. And does it even matter to you anymore? Like if you find out an artist is independent or signed, it's just your whole take on the whole thing. Yeah, no. So this is, by the way, this is one of my favorite topics of the episode, um, because, you know, as as someone who used to be an artist um, myself, uh, I didn't necessarily get too knee deep into the business of it all. Um, But I want to say as we transitioned over to podcasting, I started doing much more research on the music business. And I think I want to start there. Because I feel like artists, whether you're signed or not, completely forget that they are aspiring artists in the music business. Right? I'll say that again. Music business. Music is a business, guys. It's a business. And I think that's where most people actually get it twisted, right? It, they, they think, oh, like... I love making music, so I'm just going to put out music because I love it. It's like, yeah, you can go ahead and do that, but like, you, you're not going to make any money, right? It's business, guys. So with that in mind, you're right, man. Like, I heard that song with Jack Boy and Russ, and Russ is 100% the poster board for owning your masters, which, by the way, is a very important thing to have because if we're just breaking this down at a very technical level, your masters are an asset, Right? It's an asset. It's something that can appreciate or depreciate based on how the market values that piece of work. And I think most most artists actually need to realize that they're masters, which, by the way, actually, you know what? Let me back up even more because I actually had to Google this. I, I firmly believe most people don't even know what masters is. So let me give you guys the definition of, um, of what a masters is. Masters is when people actually say that. And by the way, I'm not reading anything right now, but I did read it earlier. It essentially, when people refer to masters, it is the master recording of a song, right? So usually when, what's how songs are developed, it goes from someone coming up with an idea for a song to a songwriter or a rapper or an artist uh, writing their music to the beat, and then they actually go to recording it. When the song is recorded over the beat and it is actually put up on a distribution platform, a.k.a. a DSP, a.k.a. digital streaming platform, 
aka Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so on and so forth, that version of the song that was uploaded is the master recording, right? There's so much, it's so much deeper than that, though. Because by the way, I had to do some research on this because I didn't even know. So when it comes to owning your masters, you actually have to own the rights to the beat, aka the production or the composition itself, as well as be the person who performed the lyrics or performed the melodies on that beat. The combination of those two aspects, production with the actual, uh, they call it, they call it the, you know, a public, uh, a publishing, right? You can own publishing or you can own the masters. These are like two separate things, right? So if you're an artist who is over here leasing beats from, from people on SoundClick, I don't even know if SoundClick is still a thing. That's where I used to get my beats from. Whether it's YouTube, BeatStars, if you're somebody who's leasing beats, you do not own the song that you just put out on Spotify. You don't own it. The producer who, who made that beat owns that song. That is the master recording. It's the finished version of the song that you put out. Now, with that in mind, I will caution y'all, man. You cannot own 100% of nothing. <laughs> like, if you're a struggling artist, you're somebody who's not in the, in the business of selling your own music, you essentially own 100% of nothing, Right? And I think that's where a lot of artists get in mistake and they look at this new wave of artists like Russ who shit on people who go get record deals, right? Because usually what happens in a record deal is you sign away the rights to your masters off the rip, right? The label who essentially is a glorified bank, right? That's what a label is, right? You, you sign a contract, they give you an advance and the, the advance is essentially a loan because when you actually put out music, the revenue from that get, goes to the label immediately. And then they essentially apply all of the, the net balances, the net profits, and they, they apply that to the, to the advance that they gave you. So the label has to recoup their money. This is like a fucking masterclass, but essentially, I think the conversation about Owning your masters or not is a very tricky one because I don't think it's that straightforward. You know, people like Russ make it sound very easy to own your masters, but you got to have leverage, guys. You can't just walk into a fucking label and say, yo, I want to own my masters. They're going to laugh at you. The labels are going to laugh at you. Do you have a following? Do you have do you have this? Do you have that? All of that stuff matters. Like, okay. Okay. No, I'm ranting. I'm ranting. Thank you for the. No, I know how passionate you are about this because we always talk about stuff like this. I know how passionate you are about being independent, and you know this show is called Ill-Advised Wise Guys. I wish there was a button I can press when I am about to be ill-advised, and when I'm about to take it maybe too 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 dark or something controversial. Um, you know what's funny? While you were talking. I was getting triggered. It's getting a little, my blood was boiling a little bit. Every time you said the word own. America was built on what? Slavery was built on genocide. Dominance in, in, in several different ways. Um, people trying to dominate other people, right? 
And so mm -hmm. a lot of what was happening, especially in the 1900s, were people with money finding ways to dominate industries because they have the money and taking advantage of people in any opportunity that they can get. So in the music industry, in my opinion, the music industry is evil. It started out a very evil industry because what was happening was these big wigs were, I don't want to say tricking, but these big wigs were getting these very talented musicians that probably didn't have nothing, didn't have much money in their pocket and telling them, oh yeah, you make a good song for us. Um, we'll give you the money. We'll give you all this stuff. Like you said, the advance so that these people can have a little bit of money, not realizing that your worth is way more than what they're trying to sell you at that moment. And so people are signing contracts, not realizing that you have a, they're not telling you that they, they are limiting how much money you can make off of your worth. Mm -hmm. And I think as we've gotten older, um, or, or let me just say, as the time has went by, as millennials started coming into the equation, we started to realize, yo, like I'm worth way more than this advance you're going to give me. I don't want you owning something of mine that I know can, can take off. So with that being said, with the masters, I think people are realizing like, yo, if I make one good song and I own my masters, I would have money that's consistently coming in if that song is good, as opposed to one lump sum of money that this industry is trying to, or this record label is trying to give me. So it's, it's one of those things where you realizing, uh, which I love realizing your worth as a musician, that in my opinion is the most important thing that musicians got to get in their head. You are worth more than these record labels are trying to give you. Now, not everybody, not everybody, but if you think you have the potential to be great, independence is something you should definitely think about. If you have the potential to be great, you absolutely should think long-term about owning your masters and why that can make you even more lucrative. But you, like, you, like I said, you may have to take some hits. Initially, you may be broke as hell. But at the end of the day, if you're thinking long-term, it's the route to go. Yeah, man. You know, I, uh, I realize that this is actually a very deep combo. I'm passionate about it, to be quite honest with you, because I do, I do feel like a lot of artists, you know, there's a lot of confusion around this topic. A lot mm -hmm. of confusion. Like, again, we referenced the, uh, the Russ and Jack of, Boy song. A lot of trickery. A lot of Bro, trickery. There's a lot of shit going on. Like, if a you, lot of people trying to one-up. Sorry, exactly. sorry not to cut you off, but a lot of people trying to get one on you. A lot of people it's, trying to play you in the end. Yo, that's, that's the nature of life and business. You're going to run across people mm -hmm. who, who try to utilize you. And I want to say, I want to say something um, in response to something that Russ said in his verse of that song we're talking about, the Oh My Master song. He, I know he sounded like he was joking, but knowing Russ, eh, you know, you never know with this guy. He's probably dead ass. Where he said, he said, um, he said, I might say what Prince told Nas that I'm not doing no features if you don't own your masters, right? He sung it, and it sounds dope when he said it, but it's like, fam, that's not realistic. 
you like, know, it's sorry. just not real. It's just not realistic. I'm sorry. sorry. You gotta, sorry. You gotta let me get this one off, man. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Do your thing, bro. I'll do be, your thing, man. I've been saying this for, for months now. At the end of the day, Russ is a white guy, I believe. He's Italian, right? He's Sicilian, it's, which I believe is a is basically Sicilian. Italian, or something. Yeah. It's easy to say. Oh, I can own my masters. Oh, I'm independent. It's easy to say when there's not systematic racism going against you. It's easy to say when you have generations of being up like we were talking about behind this uh, before we did the podcast, how like um, just because the way America is built, white people are up. They're up. They're, they're, the scores did not start 0-0 zero, zero for me and you. They have some points up. So I get yeah. kind of aggravated when I hear some of these, especially like some of these white artists. I don't, I'm not trying to attack all white people, but yeah. it bothers me when I hear some of these white people try to talk like, yo, man, why aren't you owning your things? Well, when, what about some of the people that didn't have nothing? You want them to automatically yeah. just assume like, oh, this person is trying to offer me a million dollars. I shouldn't think about taking it because, yeah. because my, my masters might blow up. No, majority of the time, these young artists are going to take it because they don't got nothing. I yeah. don't like when people who got something is telling us how we should have been operating. That's my problem with Russ. I, you know what? I gotta, you, I gotta say that. I gotta. From a, you're talking about majority of the time, Russ talks in his music. He's yeah. insulting black people. You, it, it's rap is black. I don't care what anybody says. That's a black genre. It started that so way. It will, it will, it will be about, that way forever. I'm sorry. When you start yeah. to talk about artists not doing the right things, not doing the right moves, you're talking about black people. You're going at black people's heads. And I have a problem with that. I have a really major problem with that because Yo, let me say this, this is a let white me... guy. Yo, you're not black. You let me let me, let me, say, to... let me let me let Sorry, me jump I'm in here, man. I, you 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 going off, and I and I appreciate you going off because I know I know how you feel about Russ. I already know. I know how you feel. I about love Russ, like, by the way. I know how you feel about people like Russ and just some of the shit he says. I get it. But I will say this, and this is going back to the combo that you referenced that we spoke about offline, right? Mm -hmm. I don't have a personally, I don't have a problem with Russ because I have got a chance to understand his story, right? The man wrote a book. I read the book. Actually, I listened to the audio book, but whatever, same thing. Uh, I've heard him speak. I know his background and his story. He is not a dude who had a silver spoon in his mouth mm -hmm, mm -hmm. growing up. He's not a dude like that. So if people think because mm -hmm. he's white, that's the reason why he's not. No, it's it's just simply about the fact that Russ developed leverage early in his career when he was on SoundCloud and he built up enough of a buzz early on to where by the time the label started coming around and he started having those convos, he was no longer having the convo that most artists are faced with when it's like, you, they don't have really a much of a buzz. They kind of have a buzz, but not really. So the oh, label wow. throws a record contract in front of their face and says, sign this deal and we'll give you X amount of dollars. And, oh, and by the way, you got to sign your masters over. Russ was already going platinum on SoundCloud. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He, was, he was selling records. So when he had that opportunity to talk to these labels, 
he's having different conversations about licensing his music to them, you know, doing different, structuring different types of deals. And I think right. that is the difference between what somebody like a Russ is talking about and somebody who does what Russ does where they but actually here, own their masters. But here's the kicker. They're, they're, they're having I, I, licensing combo. I agree. It's different. I agree with you. Here's the kicker, though. I agree. What he's saying is dope as hell. What he's doing is dope as hell, but his delivery is 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 insulting. Like for his you he's he's when he talks in his raps, he's saying you're stupid. He's essentially saying you guys are dumb. You guys are not thinking about it's not about being dumb. It's not about he's bragging essentially, which is okay, it's all good, but like one issue that's going on in the industry is at the end of the day, a lot of these record labels are owned by white people. There is distrust. There's historic distrust between black people and white people in this country. So when, you know, situations like these record labels and stuff are going and white people are like, yo, we're going to give you some money. This is pretty much a cash out. I, hey, I got my million dollars and I'm wrong with it. Like, so it's not, it's not easy. I, I just personally just don't think that, like I said, I, I, I applaud him for bringing up how beneficial it is to be independent and owning your masters. But at the same time, I'm not going to excoriate somebody who decided to essentially gamble and take that cash out that quick, easy money real quick. I'm not going to, because at the end of the day, like, Get it how you live. Money's money. Like if if you if you didn't feel like taking that gamble, it's fine. We we shouldn't be, in my opinion, we shouldn't be making people look dumb because of the, what they did. Like in my opinion. No, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. And and I do th I do think we should wrap this this topic up. But I will say, for all the people who respected Nipsey Hustle and his grind and. His hustler mentality and how, by the way, he's also a guy who spoke that same shit that Russ is talking about. Mm -hmm. On your masters. Russ is another dude who, who he, maybe he, he's, he's more abrasive, right? In the way he says it. Mm -hmm. Nipsey is another dude who owned his masters, according to him. But he is well documented. On that Victory Lap album, even before that, striking deals with labels atlantic records i know this for mm -hmm. a fact because i heard i heard mm -hmm. um interviews with him mm -hmm. he struck partnership Ooh, yeah. deals he struck partnership deals with you know with different labels for specifically mm -hmm. atlantic records for distribution right mm -hmm. so there's there's a there's a kicker here right as an independent artist one of the things you're going to find the most is is okay I own my own shit. Okay, I'm putting up money to buy beats. I'm putting up money for studio time, da 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 Okay, how do I get it to the masses? Okay, at this point, anybody can put their music on Spotify. Okay, but does that actually put it in the front of the people? No. A lot of times you need a push, and that's what these distribution companies and these record labels can do for you. So what ends up happening with people like Nipsey Hussle is, even though he owns his masters, right? He will temporarily give up some of the rights to his music for a certain amount of time in order to make more money, but he gave up a percentage over a, a certain mm -hmm. period of time. Mm -hmm. And after that period of time is done, the rights go right back to him because he's the, he's the majority owner. Mm -hmm. So let's not get it confused, man. Like, 
don't fall into the hype that, that these rappers and some of these people talk about on your masses, on your masses. Yes, that is a great thing to preach because it preaches ownership. But th- there's nuance in this conversation that needs to be discussed more often. And it's some of these deals that even people like Russ are structuring <laughs> behind the scenes. Like yeah. it's, it's I mean, like it's, it's not it's, it's not rocket science, but do your do your due diligence, man. Like it's not as diligent drive. And and like I said, if you if 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 you felt like taking the money that they offered you because you needed it, or you felt like, man, this is a good cash cash out for me. Power to you. Power to you. At the end of the day, everybody's making money. At the end of the day. Um, I agree. You want to move on? Yeah, let's move on. Let's do that. Oh, so next topic. Um, and actually, last topic before we get into some indie reviews. Uh, you know, this has been a slow music, slow year, slow year in music. And I think, uh, like you talked about during the show, man, maybe we should just discuss some of the songs and albums that we really messed with in 2021 so far. That's really been getting us through this year. Uh, before some of these big guys and big girls drop music, wink, wink, Drake. I don't know when he's planning to drop his shit, but. We need we need a bi- we need a big release, man. I'm sorry, it needs to happen. But what what's some of the music that you've been vibing to, Q? Um, first and foremost, I would say I'm pretty surprised that not a lot of music has come out. Like I thought, because people are stuck at home because of the pandemic, a lot more albums would come out. But I'm pretty shocked that not a lot has really, or let me just say, not a lot of notable names have dropped yeah. albums. But um, right. uh, me and you agree on this one. Uh, Roddy Rich, Heartless, which live from LA, man, this, I text you uh, the other day. I said, this is why Roddy Rich is just different. You know, we talk about the baby. We talk about Lil Baby. We talk about Lil Dirk. Roddy Rich disappeared for a little bit. People forget Roddy Rich is on that level. Roddy Rich is a top rapper in any metric that you want to look at. Album sales, singles, how they do. He's a top rapper. He's quiet though. He's antisocial. But in Heartless, I thought Heartless was fantastic. I thought Heartless, you know, it's powered by a beat that, you know, you might hear on like a high school band show. Uh, and then Roddy Rich sounds cold. He sounds like he's crying on that joint, actually. Did you did you get that tip? <laughs> like, especially in the beginning. And he's just talking about his struggle in the streets. Yeah. Man, I felt that joint in my soul. Absolutely. I had to listen to that joint at least five or ten times like immediately after I listened to it for the first time. So that's a song that I really, really liked, really enjoyed. Um, It's not necessarily the album, but Benny the Butcher, he dropped an album, a a mixtape or whatever you want to call it, EP recently, just a couple of days ago, maybe a day ago. Um, There's a song on there that I really like. It's called Thanksgiving. I don't know if you're hip to that joint. I did hear that. I did hear that. Oh man, Benny Butcher at his finest to me like the way he's rapping on that joint is fantastic definitely one of my favorite songs this year in terms of albums i've been saying this guy's name a few times and i'm gonna say it again slow tie i freaking love slow ties album his uh you remember what it's called off the top of your head <laughs> how the hell um, am i love an album I, I yeah, can't remember what it's you called. can't nah, don't do that Tyron. Tyron. there you go so shows how much to, you love it Oh man, Tyron like is two sides to it. Uh, he shows off his versatility. He's an open book. He's vulnerable on it. 
Like, he's crazy on it. There's some good features on the album. Look, I'm not, I, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Like, I'm not the biggest UK rap fan. Yeah. Uh, Ty, uh, Soul Tie is from the UK. But the way he does it, man, like on that album, man, I didn't see no, I didn't see anything. I, I just saw a rapper spilling his heart out on an album. To me, that's a joint that I keep going back to. But, um, I mean, there's hmm. other notable stuff. I mean, uh, no, I got you. I, 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 I give you a couple. Um, so I'm with you on the Roddy Rich joint, man. I love that song. Um, by the way, like, you know, not only is that song great because of what Roddy Rich did, like, let's talk about the fact that that joint was done over like instrumentation, like live oh. instrumentation. Like, oh, what man. do we like? Tell me the last hip hop song or last rapper that did that as a song and i will i will show uh, you roddy kendrick. i will show you roddy rich i'll show you roddy rich because i, I can't remember uh, kendrick maybe maybe kendrick um, on i on his on to pimp a butterfly mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and he did the eye mm -hmm. uh, but yeah. it was like a live performance it was different this was like this this song reminded me of like a song done in the 70s where they legit used to like yeah have the microphone in the middle of the room while yep. the people are playing the instruments and the person performing it, like Roddy Rich had the mic, he had a separate microphone. It just had a really different feel. So I'm really with you. I'm with you on that song. I love it. Beautiful song. I, and how many times can you talk, say a song is beautiful? I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep saying it. Hip hop joint is beautiful. A beautiful I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep saying it. You know, a song that I really like, and I don't remember if it came out late last year or the top of this year, but I'm going to say it anyway. 50 Cent dropped a song with NLE Chopper called Part of the Game. I don't know if you heard that song, Q. I heard it. I, I heard absolutely love that song. I mean, we talking about 50 Cent at his finest. But, but more importantly, I never heard NLE Chopper sound so good, honestly. Like, I historically do not believe, at least I remember when he dropped Top Shotta, I didn't think mm -hmm. that he had, remember, we talked about this on the show. I didn't think that Enderly Chopper did enough for me to be believe he was like gonna be more than just just an average rapper to me. Mm -hmm. But what he did on part of the game, I was like, okay, you're rapping over like boom bap '90s type music. Okay, I didn't expect that from you, and he was like really spitting, spitting. Dope versatility that I, I saw from that. I really like that song a lot, man. Um, you know one song I want to say that I really played a lot this year. And uh, you know when Spotify does their wrapped uh, mm -hmm. thing at the end of the year, where it shows you how many how many times you played a song and which top played song and all this all that other stuff. Lil Durk dropped the voice this year, right? There's a song on there called Backdoor that I have been playing since the album dropped. I'm I'm not I'm not even going to lie, I've been playing that song nonstop since the album dropped, and it's the just because. The deluxe version or original? Nah, version? it was it was on the original. It was on the original. Why you 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 calling nothing but twenty twenty stuff? Come on, man. I thought, no, no, no. I thought that came out twenty twenty one. The 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 voice. The voice. I thought that dropped January. No. Oh, did it? Maybe. No, nah, I'm pretty sure it. I'm pretty sure it did. But it, I mean, I may be okay. wrong. I may be wrong. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let me give you one more. One more. Uh, what else I've been rocking with, man? Man, I got I got some random joints that I really like. It came out December 24. <laughs> oh, see, see. 
Yeah, yeah, we'll take that. We'll Stupid take that. last week of, we'll, of the year. We'll Come on. That. Come on. We'll that. That's it came out on Christmas. Damn, y'all. Y'all wanted to hear murderous music <laughs> on Christmas. Damn. <laughs> yes. Now you know what though? Uh here's another one though. I've been playing the baby masterpiece a lot as well. Like, I'm not gonna lie, that's that, that's one of my favorite joints this year as well. Uh the baby killed that song. That's a banger. Like he went off, he went crazy. What insert whatever other word you want to say for going nuts on a song. That's what he did. Masterpiece is tight. I mean, I'm I'm gonna give you some more just real quick. Georgia Smith addicted. I think that joint is fantastic. Ooh, I, I like that joint. That. I like that's that. A great song. That's my 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 second wife. Uh Bieber dropped Hold On. I, I love that joint. You know, uh, I'm not a fan of that joint. I love that joint. I'm, I'm, I actually I'm, love I'm, not, I'm not crazy. It's good about energy. It. Okay. It's good energy. It makes me want to exercise. Uh Corleroy and Lil Dirk. Remember we talked about that uh uh a little earlier? Uh, no more parties. That's you know that's, what you know what. Here's another one. Speaking of Lil Durk, uh, he was featured on his song with this dude named Fredo Bang. I don't know if you heard that song called Top. I know Fredo the Bang. remix. Have you heard Top? I haven't heard the remix. I actually I haven't heard that song. Actually, I haven't heard that it. song. I've, is I've, dope. I've heard about it, but I I I uh, haven't really heard it. But one of the first songs I heard from hit from Fredo Bang. I think he's pretty decent. He reminds me of like a mix between Kevin Gates and like NBA YoungBoy. Like he's a mix, right yeah. down the middle. And I fuck with Kevin Gates. I don't fret about Banks. I'm kind of, I kind of like NBA Young Boys music, but to me, anyway, that's a dope song. Also, I want to, I want to shout out one more person too. That um, it's an indie artist uh, that you probably, you guys probably won't know, but his name is Gyps. He has a song called Careless. I sent you that joint. I texted to you. Um, you did. I, I didn't. I didn't check it. it out though. It's very like Drake, br- br- brunch music, like. To me, I've been pl- overplaying that. I've been overplaying okay. that song. But uh, okay, there you okay. Go, man. All right, hey, that's that's some that's some songs to take you guys. If you haven't heard any of those songs, check those out. I promise you, these artists have not sponsored this this segment. We just really like music, guys. That's it. Exactly. That, that, that's all. We're music fiends. It's okay there to be a go. music fiend. Uh, I say we. Basically, take a pause, and then when we come back, we will get into some indie reviews. How about that? Yeah. All right, I think that's a good idea. Maybe. Maybe. All right, we are back. Biggity, biggity, biggity back with our indie review segment where we are about to review some songs for you guys, maybe some songs that you have never heard before. But guess what? You're about to hear it live on the show. Ain't that right, Q? I believe so. This that yeah, segment. This that segment. Get hype. This Michael Irvin right there. This Michael Irvin talking right now. Then we get hype. Now, 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 skip. Now, skip. Now, now, Q. Now, Q. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what you talking about? What you talking about, Q? Huh? Come what, on, what you? Come on, come on, on Q. Skip. Now you know. Now you know that ain't right, Q. Now, <laughs> uh, nah, man. Uh, let's drop the intro before we get into anything first. Boom. Well, all right. Ah, technology. Hey, technology. Look at technology. <laughs> hey, look at, look at, look at, look at this technology. First song on the list on the surgeon's table. We got a brother by the name of Jay Light with his new song called Signals. Let's hear a little sneak peek of this before we jump into the review. 
Shall we? It's a dope artwork. I think the intro is pretty long. I'm about to skip. Lazy. Don't know by your signal. Okay. I don't know by your angle. Okay. See you sending me signals. You get one chance. It's simple. I'll only tease you a little. Mysterious, like I'm a riddle. You like me? Then show me. Girl, I don't waste no time. I don't, I will go insane. That's a shame. That's a shame. Nobody else to blame. Should have known. Okay. I think we get the gist. Uh, some of you guys, again, may have never heard of J Light. Q, please, uh, give me your thoughts on what you believe this song has to offer or lack thereof. Please, take it away. Um, sometimes I wonder how we paid so much money for a firewall. How did the firewall not catch this virus? <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> somewhat. Somewhat. Uh, <laughs> Yo, wait, you uh, wait, did you need did you need a uh, uh, Norton, Norton antivirus? Come on, man, the Norton antivirus should have called Kaprinsky, Kaprinsky, bro. Well, wait, like, hey, name all the name all the antivirus software that you. Soon as soon as you hit play on it, the thing said, "Hey, can't play this. <laughs> we have we have reason to believe that this is malicious." <laughs> um, oh, Jay Light, <clears throat> Jay Light, man, I'm 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 kind of just joking. Um, at the end of the day, Jay Light, uh, I like signals vibes. Uh, let's, let's start off with some nice things. I like signals vibes. It kind of, it kind of gives you like R and B vibes a little bit. Um, your melodies are not that bad. Your flows are pretty decent, but the song is just too low quality. Like for anybody to accept, <laughs> like the, the vocals don't sound oh, the vocals sound like you recorded it from a talk boy. Remember, remember talk boys, talk boy, talk girl. Remember uh, Kevin McAllister from Home Alone? Had I do remember that. That he, that he used to talk through. <laughs> remember yeah, that I do. On Home Alone? I yeah. do. You, you talking about the joint like that he recorded? recorded it. You mean that, remember that one scene where he, uh, actually he had a lot of scenes where he, was, he used that joint. But, yeah, but remember, remember when that the dude it. in the hotel? Remember when the dude yep. came in the came yep. in the hotel looking for the uh, looking for Kevin? All right, yep. and he, but yep. he really had this like balloon, yep. human yep. figure in the shower, right? Anyway, exactly. That's what it sounded like. This song was recorded through a talk boy. By the way, my sister had a talk girl. She did. I swear, she had it. Um, it just re-recorded like it just re-said what you said to it. But it was very low quality. So, um, honestly, after I listened to the quality of the vocals, I didn't really listen to anything else. I just, I, I, I couldn't. And I don't know if you can upgrade your equipment. I don't know if it's a matter of uh, you pursuing another career. Uh, but I, I, I just, I didn't really like this song. I give it about one star. Man, that was harsh. That was harsh. But... I believe I'm right with you. Uh, I'm trying not to take it a step further because, listen, man, you you beat the man up enough. I, I'm going to be real with you. You beat him up enough. One star, does it get any worse than that? Is it possible to get zero stars? I don't think it is. So I give a, I give a Soldier Boy song zero stars before. That's, that's impossible. <laughs> if, you, if you recorded a song and it came out, there's no reason for it to get zero stars. Now, 0.5? Okay, like zero? Nah. But listen, what I'll say, what I'll say is this, uh, 
I didn't like the song, but I think, uh, you know, that's pretty obvious by, I guess, how we're talking about it. Um, I did see potential in the direction of the song, you know, the melody and the hook, uh, where you were basically getting at how you didn't, um, you, I think you said, uh, you don't know, you know, you're perplexed by her, by her signal. So uh, clearly the song is about how, you know, a girl or just people in general, maybe in your life or whoever's, you know, can relate to this, can be giving you mixed signals. From a messaging standpoint, I like it. From a hook standpoint, it was very underwhelming. The vocals, like you said, Q, were very bad. I don't know if you use that word. I'm going to use that word, though. It was bad. The, the vocals were bad. They were not laid good at all. The melodies were off. I believe everything about this song at the end of the day is just super average to below average. So with that in mind, bro, like, you know, appreciate you for submitting your music. Um, try not to be harsh and tell you to stop making music like you did. But look, man, look, I think there's some improvements that needs to occur. Um, whether it's you just getting a little bit more confident on the microphone, whether it's you uh, getting a better, like, studio equipment, you know, maybe that could help. Honing your craft a little bit more needs to happen because what we just heard on Signals, that ain't it. I'm just, just telling you what it is. That ain't it. Uh, Q, any, any last uh, thoughts yeah. before we move on? By the way, I told myself I should not be a musician also. Uh, I could not flow very well. So, uh, I mean, he's like I said, I it, I, I was kind of just joking about that. But, like, keep pursuing your career. Keep getting better. But, yeah, this, we got to aim a lot higher than that. Totally agree with that. Let's let's move on to the next song. We got a brother by the name of Saeed. <clears throat> Excuse me. He dropped a new song by the name of Underweight, right? Cool title. Uh, I don't know why, but I, I like it. I'm, I'm, I'm underweight. Are you? Well, get your weight up, my nig. What's wrong with you? <laughs> the freak. You, you enjoy being under, you, you enjoy being underweight. You know what's Is that, funny? That's something the you podcast, enjoy. Hold on, I'm about to say the podcast makes me look fat. Like it, I don't know. I feel like I look fat. I'm not fat. I, I actually got a four pack. Something oh, like that. Pack. Three, so I got like so four. So you're a woman. Okay. All right. Cool. I got like four, three or four. <laughs> depending uh, on how much, depending on how much a goosey I eat, it could be three or four. Yo, enough of enough of you and your body confidence or lack thereof. Let's get into the, the actual song. But but as I said before, let me know if you can hear this, all right? Before uh, you know, we, we go all the way into this. Da -da 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 -da. Here we go. We're not Wrong playing song. diamonds. Wrong song. Check out his can whole you, album, by the way. Can you hear this? I can't hear it. You cannot? Nope. How about now? Woo! Uh, uh, uh. Okay. I'm going to fast forward a little bit for the verse. Wow. 
Okay. Okay. He's sliding. I like it. 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 Yo, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start off this review, if you don't mind, Q, because I must say that Saeed, you did your thing, bro. Straight up. You know, the raps were solid to really good. I think you were in pocket. Your 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 lyricism was on play. The flows in particular were on were on display. And I like the energy of the production, man. It reminded me of like a Meek Mill. And I think you're from Philly, if I'm not mistaken, because, you know, shout out to you for being one of the people that really engaged with us on social media. Um, so, yeah, you you a friend of the show, no doubt. Uh, but yeah, man. You know, I like what you were doing on this song. It really has a lot of life. Your vocals came to play. I can I can sense the the borderline cockiness in his in his uh in his presence. You know what I mean? Like it, there's a fine line between confidence and arrogance, and I feel like he straddles that line extremely well on this. Uh, so Q, I don't know if you got that sense, but that's kind of how I felt. Uh, overall, you know, I think what he did on Underweight. You know, there was a lot of realness in his lyrics. Um, and 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 I can tell, man, he's a he's a dude who, at least by this one song, I can tell that he's somebody who really takes his craft extremely seriously. Just in some of the ways he was even putting together uh his flows and some of the ways he was putting together his lyrics and and, and ideas. And I'm a I'm a fan of this style, man. So keep doing your thing, Saeed. I think you uh According to what we just played, this was on your uh, your album called Better Things that you released in 2020. So if you guys haven't already done so, like we haven't, check out his new album called uh, Better Things. Q, let me get your thoughts on what you believe this song was about and whether or not you liked it. Um, Thoughts or thoughts? I don't you, want, know, you, want my, you want my thoughts to start talking about? Okay. Wait, wait, you have thoughts? I thought you, I thought you were in a relationship. You have thoughts? <laughs> Let me know, man. So uh, maybe, maybe, you pass, maybe you can pass. Maybe you can pass them it. over. You know, I'm just asking. You stop, you're married <laughs> or about to be, but hey, listen, uh, listen. Anyway, that's your marriage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> inside joke. That's inside. an inside joke. Go ahead, man. What, uh, what do you think of this song? Uh, what were we talking about? Underweight. Yes. Saeed. So I said dur- during like while you were playing it, I I said Rose because he he kind of gives me. Uh, old school rick ross vibes like before put him um before uh not not uh before deeper than rap like port of miami trello rick ross same bravado kind of very similar delivery um and kind of how he ended his verses were very rick ross like now i'm one of the people that think rick ross is one of the best rappers of all time so that's definitely me trying to compliment um like you said i i, I like uh his energy i like what he's talking about you know in this day and age especially coming off well we're still in a pandemic uh we need music that like motivates people to want to be great that motivates people to uh be the best version of themselves and so this song definitely does that so lyrically i like that the beat is tough tough as hell i like that um there's a moment in the song on his verse where he just straight up hits you with just dope ass rhymes just dope ass deliveries flows where i'm just like bang you know you know some rappers when you wait for their bar to finish you're like "Mm," and then "Mm," and then "Mm." it's almost similar to like when uh uh in a three-point contest when a a a shooter gets hot they start making 
one, two, three, four, five in a row. And then by then you're like, oh, damn, they're on fire. That's kind of how I felt at one point. He he got into like a little pocket where he was just killing it. So um, I really like the song. I, I, I would give it like four out of five. Um, and I see that it's on a Better Things album, like you mentioned. And I'm sure listening to it with the other songs is going to make it even better, like a better experience. So good work, Saeed. Thank you. Thank you for... You you got me excited again to to rate because the last song didn't get me too excited. Yeah, that's actually a good point. I forgot to give my grade. I would give this song a I would say solid three point five out of five. That that that's my grade. It's solid. Okay. It, it's 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 trending more towards four. I feel like the song has its place, but um, nah, he did his thing nonetheless, man. He did his you thing. You know what's missing, Saeed? If you added it on my enemies, if he said that that bar or, or just that word on my on my enemies, like Pac, oh man, on my enemies. You, you know, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real with you. Like I said earlier, uh-huh. if he is from Philly, like I believe he's from Philly. Again, I looked at his profile one time when he submitted the music. I believe he's from Philly. You can't not rap if you're from Philly. I'm sorry. You have to be able to know how to rap. Name me one rapper from Philly who cannot rap. Like when it's when it's called for to rap, they can't do it. Name me one. They usually can really go. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> Will Smith. Damn it! My <laughs> argument just unfolds just like that. No, Will Smith was that Man. dude back then. Nah, I'm Will Smith around. was nice. Nah, I'm I'm <laughs> Will Smith was nice, but then when he started to get to switch. Everybody switch. Okay, I was like, all right. But hey, man, <laughs> listen, listen. Yo, listen, listen. Don't, don't. Hey, put some respect on his Will name. Smith back was, in, Will back Smith in the day, he was a respected rapper. Will Smith would slap you. Will Smith. Will Smith. Yeah, man. Hey, let's 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 move on though, man. Enough of the reminiscing on uh Fresh Prince. One of the best shows of all time, by the way. Uh let's move on though, man. Next song, next artist on the docket is a brother by the name of Lex the Wolf with his new song called Rider Mentality. Now, Lex the Wolf is one of the OG friends of the show. I got to give him his credit because, you know, he's one of the dudes that's been rocking with us for a minute. You know, that now I will be fair. That doesn't mean that I'm automatically going to be like, your song is great. I just want to put that out there. We still got to grade you appropriately, but I want to give you a shout out because you've been rocking with us for a while. Now, with that in mind, let's get a little snippet of the actual song. Q, again, let me know if you can hear this as always. Cannot. Okay, I hear it. I hear it. Ooh. Oh, you hear that melody? It started off like that? Oh. Oh, that's the hook. I'm about to speed this up a little bit. Love it so far. 
Hmm. He's from Nigeria, right? Nigerian. I believe he lived in Canada Nigeria. or something like that. He said he struggles. See, I, he's, he's, he's a Nigerian brother. Yo, shout out to Lex the Wolf. I, I, I really was messing with that shout song. Shout out to lot. Nigeria and Lex the Wolf. Ibo, Ibo, Kwenu. Ibo, Kwenu. Hey, Kwenu. Hey, hey. America, Kwenu. <laughs> hey. Ka Canada, Kwenu. <laughs> Africa, <laughs> Kwenu. Hey, what's my brother? My brother, hey, 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 listen, hey, 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 Lex the Wolf, hey, hey, you did your thing, hey, my friend, how is Lex the Wolf? How is school? How is how is school? How is school? How is school? You can be 40 years old, you can be 40 years old, and somebody still will ask you, How is school? 40 years old. Negro, you could you could not have gone to school and they're asking you how is school. <laughs> they know good and damn well you you dropped out five years ago. And the first thing they're gonna say to you is not it's not how is your health? It's and they hey, don't even care what your answer is. If you say, Oh, school is bad. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Hey, your okay. Brother. How, how, how is your mom? How is your mom? How is your brother? How, how is your, your how's your father? Uh, hey, I hey, oh, and the other thing, I've known you since. Yeah, you have grown. You have grown. Dude, I, I've known you, you since you were a picking. You, 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 you were a picking. <laughs> you have grown. Anyway, man. Oh, you have grown. En en enough, for, enough for the uh, the the Nigerian uh, reminiscing. Let's let's get to the review, though, man. Q, what did you think of the song that you just heard from Lex the Wolf? Um, I like it. I like it. I I I, I know I've I've heard a, a, a couple songs from Lex the Wolf. I, I think he's a very versatile musician. Um, this solidifies his his uh, level of uh, versatility. I really, really like it. Um, you know, it gives me Don Tolliver vibes. I hate to compare. You know what? Let me stop comparing people after this. Uh, it gives me Don Tolliver vibes. He kind of gives me a little bit of prime Akon vibes in terms of his voice on this song and the melodies that he messes with. Um, but then I just I just like how riveting engrossing this uh song sounds it it's it, it, he it sounds urgent i you know i like to use that word and it probably doesn't even make sense but it sounds like he 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 comes with a level of urgency on this song that makes it captivating to listen to and then at the same time the vibes is something that you know it's almost summertime we riding at night with the windows down just cruising that's what this gives me um, I have no clue what he's talking about because I um, was hungover today, so I didn't get to listen to the whole song. But uh, good job, Lex the Wolf, man. I, I really like this joint. I'm a fan. I'm a, I'm I'm definitely a fan. Yeah. So with that in mind, uh, since you were hungover and uh, I did not drink last night, let me let me provide some context for you. Okay. Uh, he talked about a lot of things, but it's hey, come on. The, the title of the song is self-explanatory. Like rider, right. you know what a rider is. Like, you talking about girls being a rider. You want ride or die? Oh, ride you know, or die. It's, a, it's, yeah. it's mentality. Why he's saying that you gotta have a rider mentality if you want to make it with me. If you want to be on my team. If you want to be in my mind. Listen, you gotta have. You gotta ride. Okay. Oh, ride I or die. About, I Bad boys for life. 
J.R. Ryder mentality. Remember J.R. Ryder? Bad boys for life. I remember J.R. Ryder. He was a dog, though, in the league. Don't don't sleep, man. J.R. Ryder used to get them bars off. J.R. Ryder was spitting... J.R. Ryder was spitting so much. I think I, I think I saw no. a lung a lung fallout in one of the music videos when he was spitting. I'm, ta- I'm talking the about the man used to player. spit spit. Oh, what okay. his name not J.R. Ryder? <laughs> oh wait, you talking about the Remember? dude who used to dunk? You talking about the dunker? Yeah, yeah. Or was it was Isaiah t- Ryder. I it's thought, Isaiah. That's what it was. That's his name. Oh, maybe that's what it is. Isaiah Ryder. Yeah, yeah. J.R. Yeah. Ryder is the freaking rapper. J.R. Ryder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My man, J.R. Ryder. Uh, what's that one song I liked? But anyway, go ahead. Listen, enough of the, the shenanigans, okay? Look, I, I'll be real with you. Uh, I told you this before the show started. Uh, you know, I'm a fan of uh, Lex the Wolf, man. Like, I, I can genuinely say that. Um, he put out a song last year, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was last year. It might have been 2019, called Inhale. And uh, that was at the forefront of when we started doing indie reviews for artists. And uh, that's a song that legit ended up in my, uh, my library on Spotify. Um, and when it comes on, when I play my music on shuffle, I vibe out every time. So when it comes to this particular song, Rider Mentality, I thought he did a different, he did a, he showed a little bit of uh, more melody in a more modern sounding track, right? Uh, he's clearly a dude that has a lot of versatility um, from Afro beats to hip hop to R&B to Afro funk. I hear it all when I listen to his music. And I think this song kind of blends all of that together. In, in one, you know, I get a lot of, um, I know you say you don't want to compare and you're probably right. It's probably, I wonder if, if artists actually find that as annoying. I do wonder that sometimes. <laughs> like, h- however, if I compare you to one of the greatest rappers or greatest singers, that's probably a compliment versus me comparing you to somebody you think is garbage. You know what I'm saying? Like, so anyway, uh, I like what, I like what he did, man. It, I like what he did melodically. And I think that's where I'm at with with this song is he showed to me on this song that he has that in his arsenal. And um, I'm here for it, man. It's the it's the vibes, man. It's a, it's a vibe, man. It's hard for me to really put this song into any other words other than saying it's a vibe. It's a vibe. Production was great. His performance was extremely good. I'm going to rate this song uh, 4.5 out of 5. Legit. I, I really feel that way. This is another song that is a candidate to enter into my library. I'm just just letting you know. I got to let y'all know when a song is, has the potential to get into it because I think it has the replay value. I think it has the easy production on the ears. It has that replay value that I feel like I would play this song again. And maybe you guys will too. So Definitely. I'm, I'm definitely going to give that song another shot after this. Yes, sir, man. Uh... I say we move on, man. What do you think about that? I think so. Next song is J Prime Remember. J Prime Remember. This is another guy. Another guy, right? Who was on our last episode. And by the way, guys, if you want to know how you can end up on our show, check the ticker at the bottom. Submit on illadvisedwiseguys.com backslash contact. And if you're, uh, you know, if you haven't already done so, get in contact with us. If you've already gotten a review from us, please submit again. We got you. Don't worry about it. Just hit the email. That's all I ask. Because, you know, Yo. things can get out of whack. That's all I ask. What's is up, it, bro? Is, it, is his name, is, 
So his is his name really Prime? Because you know you see the eye. He got the eye with the the slant like that. Like you know maybe it's Prime. Because... Yo, by the way, <clears throat> by the way, that, I'm glad you pointed that out because I do want to add this into uh, this little opening that uh that I'm saying here. So on the last episode when I put the episode out, you know he hit us up through the DM and he was like, bro, like. He's like, yo, can you, I love y'all review. Can you actually just change the eye at the top? Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, man, that's, that's fucked up. I didn't realize you did have a little uh, accent above the eye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My bad. I can't change it in the YouTube video, but moving forward, I got you. So I don't know if you guys know how to do this on a keyboard, but it's very complicated. You have to actually hit alt plus hitting three or four numbers in a row to get that eye. Trust me, I had to Google this. It's not simple. Look on your keyboard right now on a computer and see if you see an accent eye. I promise you, you won't see it. Of course. It takes. I mean, not my kit. No, I I got a, a keyboard from a legal one. <laughs> 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 Yo, man. Hey, enough of the, enough of the shenanigans, I, hey, listen, man. Yeah, come on, listen, man. What's up? I had a I had a French X, so like I I'm I'm familiar. I had to know how to do all that stuff, you know. So that's why I'm like, I went to. Champs Elysees. Hey, Mary, hey, there you go. Hey, Champs Elysees. Hey, hey, hey. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I, it, nobody cares except for you, though. Listen, shout out to her. Hopefully, she's doing well, right? Don't worry. <laughs> I said, don't worry. I said, Champs Elysees. When I first got there, I said, Champs Elysees. Anyway. <laughs> like an American. Let's get into this joint. J Prime with his new song called Remember, which I believe just dropped this week. So let's see what he's talking about. Can you hear it? Yeah. Already like you got the pianos. You run through my mind. Now I wish Ooh. I can remember. Don't know what spell it was. Was it lust or your temper? Got cognac in the trunk. It double up when I remember. Just oh. play me out my love. Oh. Toxic cancer. Now I'm a damn man walking heroes. I can't mm. remember. Gabriel you could not be down from this day on. I won't surrender. Don't hide the What should I have done? Shoot my feelings like runs. Blow the pack, I'm numb. Cause you're my one, I hope it gets stuck with the mud. Yo, summer late, bitch, get a ball like me. You could hit the road on your toe, watch it. Get a fuck on your fridge, you're the woods type bitch. Sick about it, y'all close, damn near side bitch. With a minute black, I'ma need my mom white clay. I'm ripping me, I'm okay. on me. Even when that's gonna test some speakers out in these okay. clubs. Okay, okay. Test some speakers out. Q, like what did me. you think of that song, man? What'd you think? Obviously, it is fantastic. I closed my eyes while you were playing it because it's just that good. Um, it's catchy. Um, hella infectious. I'm going to give another comparison just because it's easy to give comparisons, but it gives me, it gave me Travis Scott slash Juice World slash uh, Lil Uzi Vert. Remember, like that's something like how Lil Uzi Vert would say it. And these are all greats, in my opinion. Great, great artists right now. Um, and then it's just, it's, shout out to his producer. He does a fantastic job on there, but the production is fantastic. Like, it's almost like the producer knows exactly what we want to hear from our club hit. Because the the, the 808s come in at the right time. Um, 
uh the the beat shifts in energy at the right time like everything just seems so well timed well done i am a fan of it and i want to point out something real quick if you look at his album artwork it looks so professional it looks so good it makes you want to brag about the thing because you can tell that he took his time he took his energy well thought out when it comes to just the artwork. So personally, I, I think it's a matter of time before J Prime's a household name because I, I, I do see uh, a lot of things that he does well. It's just a matter of time before um, he gets nominated for a Grammy. Uh, yeah, yeah this, I, the, the, the same Grammys that some artists are saying we yes. don't care about. Yes. You talking about that one or different yeah. ones? The same one that they don't wait care. a Grammy or a whammy? Which one? What's the difference? <laughs> you ever heard of a? You know the whammies is an award show, right? Just I don't know what the is that for bad or is that? Bro, I don't know. I just know it's an award show, but that's neither here nor there. Not making up stuff. I Google it right now while we on air. Google no. It. All right, cool. Uh, so I will say this. You know, to your point that you made about you can tell he kind of takes his craft. Uh, seriously, even down to the artwork, I think that needs to be highlighted a little bit more, you know? <clears throat> and furthermore, it's like, I'm starting to notice a theme, you know, not just with J Prime, uh, because by the way, I think it's obvious, your, your music is, your music slaps. You know, this is the so second song in a row that I can legitimately say is undeniably good. Straight up, undeniable. Like, we, nobody better sit here and have a conversation as to whether or not J prime makes good music. I think this is now a conversation about how good can J prime be? What is his potential? Where does he envision himself elevating to? Because some of the intricate details in some of these, in some of these songs is like, you can tell he understands music. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me. One of the things I want to point out is, you know, he gave us a little insight, Q. I don't know if uh, I told you this, but his he he actually produces, mixes, and masters his own songs. I, I don't know if he. Oh damn! I don't so know if he. Him. Yeah, I don't know if he does it with every song, but I know he specifically told, you know, me that especially through our DM that you know he's behind his music hundred percent, and you can kind of tell because you can almost hear an artist in J Prime understand exactly where he needs to say what and how he needs to say it down to where he's in injecting different instruments uh whether it's like 808s here and there by the way i did catch on that on that flow switch which i told q <clears throat> you know i think before the show started that uh i got a lot of juice world vibes with those 808s you use when you switch your flow you know, you you were rapping very slow, very melancholy, and then you just really went crazy. And I heard the 808 drop. I do want to point that out because I be catching shit. So does Q. We're music heads. You can't put it past us. We hear it. <laughs> just want to let you know. Shout out to you, though, man. This is a dope song. It slaps. Again, another song that can really enter my library, man. It has that replay value. And I really think J Prime, man, you know, I'm noticing his, his ascension, and uh, I hope that you know, he's not just a two for two song. I'm sorry, uh, sorry, two for two artist in our book. Because it's getting to the point right now where I may have to listen to your album. 
You know, I don't know if you're planning to drop one soon, but it's like, all right, you two for two in our books. And then that's a good, that's a, that's a good uh, indication for somebody who who really understands music, man. So So far, he's a truth and a half. I'm giving this song four out of five stars, man. Four out of five. 4.5. 4.5? Okay. Yeah, he gets it. That's what's up, man. Hold on. So before we move on, would you say this is better than his last song that he submitted? Do you remember what that joint sounded like? I don't remember, but all right, all right, I, whatever. I, I don't. What did I give it last time? Four or five? I don't recall. Since I, then, I, I, gave, I gave it. I gave it four four point five out of five. I'll say that. Since then, I've listened to three hundred and fifty songs. So yeah, I've probably listened to about half that. But yeah, anyway, dope song. Shout out to you. Uh, keep doing your thing. Let's move on to the next artist, who, by the way, dropped off an album for us to review. And uh, he goes by the name of Edward, Edward Everett. We'll, we'll go with that. Edward, uh, Edward Everett. That sounds like a serial killer name. <laughs> it kind of does. <laughs> I'm Edward Everett. And I, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, Edward Scissorhands. My dad, that's actually my biological name. I, I go by Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> Yeah, that guy. But no, I'm sure Edward Everett is much cooler than Edward Edward Scissorhands and any fucking serial killer who could potentially be making music. Let's see what his album is sounding like. I'm not gonna play every song, which goes without saying. But um, here's here's the hey guys, here's the case files for Edward Everett. Uh, (laughs) Oh, by the way, by the way, before we get into this, his album drops on the 26th. Which, if you're listening to this album, I'm sorry, this this uh, review, it's gonna come out about halfway into when our episode is gonna be out. So, shout out to you for giving us the exclusive. This is the first artist who's given us Ooh, the exclusive. Shout dope. out to you. Yeah, premier, man. premier, 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 premier. Illavise wise guys, premier, premier, premier. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, again, Edward Everett, My Brother's Keeper is the name of the album. Let's get to a couple seconds of each song. That's Call not what it's it. called. It's called it's My Brothers me and Me. But you'll be what? singing a different tune. That's what it's called. You're right. Can you hear this? <laughs> I can. It's church. Oh, man. Uh, check. Check, check. Okay. Check. Uh. Okay. All right. I'm fast forwarding. It's taking too long. What you into. I don't care. Okay. Don't care. Okay. All right. Oh, it's, it's... yeah. I'm feeling quite tough enough. Oh, yeah. Like I'm about to make a million bucks. I'm a kid, they go think a nigga guilty cuz I'll be hitting when they hear me in a field. The look got guilty cuts. So we know he's really ain't saying we, we know he says the N-word. If oh yeah, we know he ain't that woke. His music sounds woke, but he know he we know he ain't woke enough to say the N-word. That's good to know. That ain't okay. Clock ticket base hitting that 808. And by the time you come around, you a day old late. So don't be acting brand new with your stay in face. Yeah, I've been doing this. Okay, okay, okay. Yo, I'm noticing a trend here, which is very inconsistent production. Like, it's very hard to know what he's going to say or do next on these beats. I got a new pair of shoes sitting by my door. Bro, this is nuts. Huh. You love that so I'm trying to understand you. At most, I'm trying to surround you. Ride with me, girl. You yeah. bound to. 
What? Bro, I legit have This man no... is This man he is might... Brock Hampton all in one. Yo, he I might be these. one of the well, most extraordinary artists. artists of all time. At by this rate? Don't drop it, girl. Don't drop it, girl. Oh. Don't drop it, girl. Don't drop it. Don't drop it, girl. Set it down. He was definitely sniffing magic before before he made this album. Say that again. He was definitely sniffing magic markers before he, he did this <laughs> album. He's got to be high. There are so many different sounds. Yo, Damn. look, I've I've played so many different sounds that the joint won't even play anymore. It's still loading. That's that's how like confused my computer. Wow. Is. Look at this. It won't even play the songs anymore. We're not gonna okay. wait on it. How about this? We just get into our review. How about that? I think so. Yeah, let's do that. It's good stuff on there, man. Some good stuff. Yeah, man. I must say, uh, you know, Edward, man, I don't know. That O is throwing me off in your name. I ain't gonna lie. Like, <laughs> I swear to God, yo, I keep wanting to say Edward, but it's like <laughs> Edward. You sound like a teacher trying to pronounce a name that they don't, they're not, they're not sure how to pronounce. <laughs> uh, Edward Ward. Oh, tr- oh trust me. Oh, I'm the I'm the king of that. Trust me. In my classes, you, you look. We took a couple classes together. Yeah. There was nothing worse than a substitute teacher, who had no idea who I was. They would get to my name, and they would be like this on the roll. They'd be like, "Okay, uh, Jessica. Okay, okay, yeah. Uh, Jimmy. Okay, 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 yeah. Uh, Johnson. Okay, yeah." They're like, "Oh no." Nah, um, yeah, I don't know about this one. Uh, the, the, uh, is there a, a, a U-C-H-E? Uh, I'm like, fam, you spelling out my name? That's fucked up. You got to at least try it. It's hard, though. It's you got to try it. Now, nah, nah, fuck them. There's, fuck letters, them. there's letters in places that Still, that don't not supposed to connect. Nah, fuck all that. <laughs> Listen, so with that being said, Edward, he got to give me my props for attempting his name. Now, with that in mind, let's get into the review, man. Um, my brothers and me, not to be confused, confused with my brother's keeper, like I said earlier. Uh, I think it was an interesting offering, man. You know, first and foremost, you know, I got this off the rip. And I think many of you guys who heard these snippets from us just now, may even have gotten the same thing, which is the versatility in his artistry. You know, it, it, it gets to the point with, with music where, you know, certain songs I have to call art, you know, versus music. And I know music is a form of artistry, so technically every song is art. But no, let's be real. There's certain ratchet songs and certain low-quality songs that I just refuse to call art because they're just too low quality. With this album and some of the songs that I heard, it was clear to me that Edward Everett is a composer. He is somebody who understands music on so many different levels. He's He has so many different styles under his bag. And with this being a first listen and not knowing any of your background in terms of you know what music you uh, are used to maybe hearing growing up, or music that you gravitate towards when you're just listening to music in general, it's hard for me to really understand who you are as an artist. But with that in mind, 
I can still say you showed a lot of versatility and that deserves enough credit for me to be like, okay, you know exactly what you're doing as an artist. And even though I am not getting the cons consistency in terms of how concise the project was from song to song, I got to give you your props. Because uh, I was getting a lot of Kendrick, Andre 3000, a lot of weird, eclectic vibes uh, from that project. So shout out to you for that, man. That's hard to do. It's hard to do. Um, I'll give you, man, listen, Q, I think we should go back and forth because I think, I think this, is so. one of, this is one of the more eclectic projects that we've gotten as a submission, I must say. But I want to know from you, after hearing this project in its entirety, do you feel like you know who Edward Everett is as an artist? And what do you think he can actually be? You know, how far do you think he can actually go with this style? Well, um, I think I know who he is as an artist. He's somebody that's fearless. He's somebody that has a little bit of goofiness in him. Um, somebody that's willing to take a lot of chances. Um, like with this album, what I heard was really looniness. It was very loony. Um, it's a beautiful mess. Um, because things are just scattered all over the place, all types of genre sounds. And, uh, it's, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to mean this as an insult at all because it's a, it's a legit question or it's a, a legit thing that I see is that I don't think he wants you to completely take his music seriously. It, it almost feels like a parody of music. Like it's, I, I know we scrolled through a, a, a song that sounded like a slow jam a little bit. It almost seemed like a parody of a slow jam. There's a song that almost seems like a parody of church music and um, a parody of club music. So it's almost just like a dude that's just having fun with it and just kind of showing off his artistic uh, creativity and somebody that's just kind of like, yo, bro, like I'm this nice that I can do whatever I want. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, kind of like what you were saying earlier, is there a such thing as being too versatile? Is there a such thing as being too experimental? Sometimes I think people can try to do things and they, they, they veer too right or they veer too left. If there's a criticism of this, I, I mean, I probably got to listen to the album more and more, but if there's one criticism, I think it's like, okay, it's a little too experimental. Um, but with that being said, I do want to point out a song that I like personally is Heard Enough. And the reason I like it is because I can definitely see uh, his potential as a, a musician. Yeah, I think he spits bars really well on that joint. And I, I think that's a really complete song that doesn't sound like a parody of another song. Um, he absolutely has talent. Let's, let's get that out the way. He definitely has talent. But like I said, there's a such thing as being too experimental, in my opinion. And I think that's what he did with this. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. By the way, mm. he's not the only person that has been too experimental. Childish Gambino. I felt like I was just Gambino's about to say, album. you know, I was just you thinking know, this. Oh, really? the joint is called March 15. Remember uh, that one? Exactly. March 15. I, I was just was about to say a little too experimental. Yes. I thought he did too many different sounds on that joint. But um, yeah, I mean, it. some people can take it as a criticism. I take it more 
it as a uh something I noticed. It's just an observation as I listen to to the to the to the album. Nah, you took the album and the artist right out of my out of my head. Uh and I asked you that question on purpose because you know, being too experimental can sometimes be a knock. Uh but I feel like with Edward Edward, it it almost feels like this is like a demo or something. Like he's not really sure what direction he wants to go in, yeah. right? And so as you stated, and I think this needs to be honed in and really focused on with you, bro. Like, if you were to just pick half the sounds that you did on this project and focus on that and made it a little bit more concise where the listener can understand who they're getting from song to song, that I believe would dramatically increase the likelihood that somebody will stick around for the entire album. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because for us on first listen, for a second listen, you know, we, we listen to music all day and it's easy for us to just go right through it and pick out what's good and what's not. But your average person may not have the patience to stick through a 13 or 14 song project where every song sounds different. And like with, with that, in, different. dramatically different. Like it's not, it don't, some don't even sound like the same genre, but uh, so you gave the song that you really like the most. I like this song called, uh, called uh, Pick It Up. I like Pick It Up and I like Right Now, which is the second song on the, on the project. To me, those are like more of the stronger songs, in my opinion, uh, on this joint. But again, just, again, just my opinion. Um, this is an ex- exclusive, guys. So when you hear this episode, when it drops, you won't be able to stream this. But if you wait one week, you can check it out on all streaming platforms. You'll get to know what we're talking about. You get to know exactly what we're talking about. Ill-advised wise guys. By the way, like I said, Edward, Edward sound like he tried to be every member on Brockhampton. He tried to be all 18 or 30 of them or whatever. I'm like, bro, he might you be, just got to be Edward. Bro, he might be trying to be every member in Brockhampton, which I still don't remember how many people are in that in that group. He might he he's trying to be every member in BTS. He's trying to be every member in insert group that has mad people. It's 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 interesting, man. But it's 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 dope dope creativity. But he has talent. The creativity and the artistry is the artistry and the creativity is on display. He has talent. He has talent. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think with that in mind, and with that being said, we've reached the end of the show. If you guys haven't already done so, subscribe to the to the channel, subscribe to the Instagram, subscribe anywhere we are. We are going up. We're on the road to 100 episodes. We'll be there shortly. Shout out to everybody for fucking with us. Shout out to the Wise Gang. You can find us on Twitter, find us on Instagram. I've already said this, but I'm going to keep saying it. We appreciate every each and every one of y'all for showing up each and every uh, episode, man. So any last words, Q? Stop Asian hate. Stop Asian hate. Stop it. Black lives matter. Stop it. Um, and yeah. uh, equality for all. 100% agree with that. Um, yeah, man. A lot of violence, man. We, 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 hope, we hope things improve a little bit more. But, uh, and get your and get your vaccine. It's good for you. It's very very good for you. Show is man. Shout out to everybody, man. We about to be out of here. But on but first, if you are giving advice, make sure it is ill. Yes, sir.